Welcome to the Happy Millennials Podcast, the podcast where millennials come to get all the tools, news, tips, and breakthroughs to live a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm your host, Kyle Mackey. Let's get this show started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Kyle Mackey here with episode 18 of the Happy Millennial Podcast. It's been a busy week this week. I'm in preparation for moving this weekend into a new apartment here in Vancouver. So it's been incredibly busy trying to get everything else done. But these podcasts are a priority. So I'm making sure that you get your double dose of podcasts each and every week, even on busy weeks like this very one. But before we get into today's podcast, I do want to remind you those every episode things to remember, which are, if you haven't come to the free webinar yet, the three secrets that every millennial needs to know about happiness and fulfillment, then what are you waiting for? These three secrets are going to help you find what you need to do to your life to create that happiness and fulfillment you're looking for. Maybe you're already like 90% there and you're just going to learn that last little piece that's going to put everything over the top to help you create that life you're looking for. The good news is, too, if Thursdays has not been working for you, well, check in starting this September. We're going to be switching to Tuesdays. The times are going to vary, so check it out. If one week the time is not perfect for you, there might be another time later in the month that will work for you, as I will be spending the majority of the month out on the east coast of Canada, out in Ontario and Quebec. So if the Thursday 5 p.m. Eastern, oh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern has not been working for you. Check in at secret.happymillennialclub.com. That's secret.happymillennialclub.com and sign up for the next webinar, which might work for you. And that is going to be this coming Tuesday. In addition to any of you wishing to receive free coaching from myself, a qualified life coach, I went to school for over almost two years from a school based out of Australia to become a qualified life coach. If you want to have a free coaching session here live on the podcast, if you want to try to come up with a plan to get you from where you are to where you want to go to help you live a happier and more fulfilling life, then I want you to send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. That's podcast at happymillennialclub.com. Tell me a little bit about yourself what you're trying to accomplish, and why you think coaching might be a useful thing for you to help you create that life you've always wanted. And if you're curious what a life coaching session is all about, then I've got great news for you. Tomorrow, I will be recording a coaching session that the plan is, if there are no technical issues like the last time I tried to do this, to have it up for episode 20. That's right, episode 20. Hopefully, if everything goes as planned, will be the first coaching session live on the Happy Millennial Podcast. 
Now, I want to make this a regular thing because I think we can grow as a group together because if you're going through something, somebody else is going through the exact same thing. And if we can uncover and come up with a way to overcome these obstacles, that future towards happiness and fulfillment is just a little bit away. So if there's something you're trying to accomplish and you think you would benefit from coaching, I encourage you apply because not only will you benefit, but so will the entire happy millennial club. So join the club, have a free coaching session and help others, including yourself. So let's get into today's podcast, starting off with a happy story of the day. Genie in the street lamp. Victor. He was a poor Peruvian boy. His house had no electricity, but he was a smart boy. He wanted to become a police officer when he grew up. But unfortunately, in order to get those marks, in order to get the education he desired, in order to do his homework, he had to do it under the street lamps, street lamps in Peru. See, his mother couldn't prove that the house that they lived in was hers. And because she couldn't prove, because she didn't have the proper paperwork and permits, she wasn't able to go to the electricity company to essentially prove that the place was hers and for them to set up an account. Nor did she have the money to make this happen as well. And she may have not even had the money to actually pay the bills needed to keep the electricity on. So because of this, Victor had to, every night, go under the street lamps and do his homework there. Well, one day, a CCTV video recording of Victor doing his work on under the street lamps went viral. And this viral video is where these genies came to fruition. They came into Victor's life. These genies granted Victor the wishes he desired so that way he would be able to actually get the education he needed to eventually become a police officer. Now, we don't know the end story yet, and maybe that's the third wish that's going to come his way when he actually gets this police job in the future. But people noticed this CCTV video. And they took action because there were certain people who could relate and certain people who just wanted to help out. First off, there is Atruo. And I'm only going to use first names in this story because I don't really want to mess their names up too badly. And I'm pretty sure I already messed that up. But Atruo was a mayor of the town and he noticed this. And he didn't want this to be the case. He didn't want one of the kids in his village or town doing his homework under the street lamps. So when he noticed this video and this video went viral, he stepped in. He made sure that this woman got the permits and paperwork needed to get her electricity finally set up. She wasn't able to do this all their time living at this house, but thanks to the mayor finally stepping in, she was able to set up the electricity so that way Victor could actually do his homework inside the house. Now, this only settled 
one of the problems, which was getting the electricity on. But paying for it was another problem. And that's when Yakub, again, I may have pronounced that wrong, and if I did, I'm very sorry, because you did an incredibly generous thing. See, Yakub was a millionaire importer and chocolatier from Bahrain. Now, I don't know if he brought some chocolate with him to give to Victor. That would have been really nice because chocolate is delicious. But what he did do was fly halfway around the world from Bahrain to Peru to meet Victor. Now, why would this random millionaire from halfway around the world come help this individual from Peru? Well, it's because of this. Yakub went through the exact same situation as a kid. Yakub remembered when he was a child that he, too, had to do some homework under the streetlights because they couldn't afford to have electricity in the house. And he felt that connection because of this viral video. And he didn't want Victor to go through the exact same situation. So, he flew around the world to meet him. And when he was there, he was inspired. He was inspired of how great a student Victor was and how much effort he was putting in to become that police officer one day. So he couldn't just sit and wait and hope that everything went his way, that he would finish his education, that they wouldn't have any more problems with electricity. He needed to take action. The house that Victor was living in was far from the conditions it should have been. And the school that he was going to school at was in terrible conditions as well. But Yakub wanted to make a change. He offered Victor's mom to rebuild the house, give a second floor to that house so that they could have extra bedrooms for all of them to live in. And he wanted to make sure that they had at least the money to keep the electricity on. But he also wanted to make sure that Victor was getting the education that he deserved. And so he said, I'm going to upgrade this school. He gave them the money to make the changes that they needed to. And then he created a computer lab in Victor's name. So because of Victor giving it his all and trying to get as much out of his education as he could, given his conditions, Yakub noticing this and flying halfway around the world to ensure Victor's wishes are granted and he can become that police officer he wants to become. How incredible. Two people, Arturo, he's not really random. He's part of that town. He is the mayor. But he could have just been like, ugh, another kid just doing homework under the street lamps. No, he made sure that that family had electricity. But then Yakub standing in and making the extra changes that needed to be done and ensuring that Victor could get that education that he needs just because he related to him because he had that similar situation as a child. How incredible. Building off of our conversation from last session, that crazily huge act of kindness 
from halfway around the world. Could you imagine if you were just here in Canada and somewhere over in Europe, somebody just heard a story about you, they contacted you and they helped you out, let alone fly halfway around the world to connect with you in person? This is incredible. Yakub isn't even done though because he said, This isn't the last time he's going to visit him. He's going to come back as soon as that house is completed and the school is fully updated. He's going to come on back and be there for the inauguration of that new school. I think this is just an absolutely incredible story. It shows that kindness that can really make this world a beautiful place to live in. And I'm sure not only did it make Yakub happy, but Victor was probably through the roof. And again, Shout out to that mayor for making sure that those permits actually came through. Now, what an amazing story to build off of. But today's session is actually something I probably should have done much earlier in the podcast. But I was taking a much needed trip out to Kelowna this past weekend. I went camping out there. It was a beautiful weekend. It was amazing to actually finally see Kelowna. I've lived here in Vancouver for about a year, just over a year and a half, and I haven't had the opportunity to get out there. And it's an incredible city. So beautiful. Seeing the Okanagan Valley out there, really, I struggled on that quite a bit. It was just absolutely beautiful. It's, it's crazy, too. When you get out there, the mountains are not like here. They have a completely different picturesque to them. And so I went to some wineries and whatnot, and that was really cool. Um, I tried some really, really delicious ice wine. It's crazy how expensive ice wine is. These bottles started at $100 and went way, way, way up for like 375 mils. But they were absolutely incredible. And then camping, being out there in the nature, no self-service whatsoever. So if a wolf or a polar bear came and attacked us because apparently there was a crazy polar bear attack up in Yukon or Northwest Territories. I know that would never be down here, but maybe there's like a grizzly or black bear doing some attack. It's always a risky take when you're going hunt, not hunting, camping. I did have a little hunting knife with me though. Not that I ever planned to use it, but I had that there ready to go to protect myself from these animals because camping, you got nothing else around you. Just you and the nature. But anyways, I do digress. When I was coming back from Kelowna, back to the campground, because we're camping about an hour away, I was listening to the Dax Shepherd show. And I didn't actually write down the information right here. But if you haven't listened to the Dax Shepherd show, the last one that, or one that recently came out was with a positive psychologist. And I really enjoyed listening to this. I'm definitely going to have to check out his books. I will put the information in the show notes since I didn't actually write down that stuff prior to this session. But he talked a lot about happiness and just being positive and all the stuff that has to go with that. And I talk enough about happiness and a lot of the stuff that he already has covered. But there was one thing that stood out that I haven't actually brought up. And it made me think of all the rainbows and butterflies. All those beautiful colors and butterflies just flapping their wings all over the place. And just thinking that life is so great every single day. And that we're going to all be in 
big smiles from ear to ear, grinning. Even when we're sleeping, you know, we're like, smiles, smiles. It's just going to be complete happiness every single day. All this bliss all over the world. Life is great. Those rainbows and butterflies. I hope that's not what you think happiness is all about. I haven't actually put it out there what happiness should be and what that feeling is that you're actually looking for. I've explained ways to make yourself happier. And if you've come to the webinar, I've definitely gone into each of the pieces that are going to bring you happiness. Recently, I had the podcast about work, which actually went into those details more in depth. So definitely come to the webinar if, you, if you're not quite sure what you need for happiness. But even if you know what you need for happiness, do you know what happiness truly is? So for those of you who know me, you probably realize that I am not that person who is constantly smiling every single day and just like, life is great. Life is but a box of chocolates. I love rainbows and butterflies and just smiling and laughing and just prancing around. That's not me one bit. If that's what you think happiness is, well then, hopefully this is a podcast that shifts that all around. There should be days that it's rainbows and butterflies and that you feel these high levels of euphoria and excitement and enthusiasm and joy. Because there's going to be plenty of good things that go on in your life. These are the days that we should look forward to and work towards. Because we want these days. But it's not going to be like this every single day. And if that's the expectations that you have, that every day is just going to be perfect. That every day is just going to go exactly the way you want. That every day is going to be the exact picture of how you design it. It's never going to veer from course. Then the odds are you're going to be extremely unhappy with how your life actually turns out. Yes, you want to have control. You want to have the feeling like everything is going as planned. But it's not that it is always going to be that way. So what it is, what is it that actually is happiness? Well, from what I've read and from what I've found in my own life, the key to this all is the feeling and being in charge of as much of your life as possible. Again, this is being and feeling in charge as much of your life as possible. But at the same time, realizing that it's not all going to go as planned. There's a lot of content out there on resiliency. And realizing that there are going to be days that are going to be absolutely horrible. They're not going to go the way you would want it to. But the quicker that you can get jump out of that little moment of weakness and realize that, yeah, this was okay. Things didn't go the way I wanted to. I felt this moment of sadness, this moment of anger, this moment of guilt. 
these different feelings that were not happiness and acknowledge it and realize that this is part of life. Realize that it's not all going to be the way you planned. When I look back at my life and I think of the times where I was least happy, these are the times where I felt most out of control, where I felt most lost. When I was back owning, you know, my business and I was working those crazy hours to try to make this big bank, making that 100000 plus a year, I was truly out of control. I was just doing whatever that would bring me little bits of rush of excitement, but I didn't really see where my future was necessarily headed because I was just working so much and doing nothing that was actually bringing me the joy and excitement on a daily basis. I didn't have that feeling like I was in control of my life anymore. I felt like the job had control of me. The business had control of me. The sales job had control of me. And the moment you lose that control that's when your feeling of joy and happiness start to crumble away. If I think of all the different times in my life where I felt the most unhappy, this is a common trend. When I was in the States on an athletic scholarship and near the end of my year there, I wasn't very happy with the situation. It was because I was unclear of what to do. Should I stay and just get this scholarship to pay for schooling? Or should I leave and, you know, risk having this huge amount of debt? But potentially a scenario that would be a little bit more enjoyable back in Canada. I was unclear. I didn't have the feeling that I was in charge of everything that was going on. I let other things take control of me. But now when I look at where I am today, again, my life is not perfect. It's far from it. The dream life that I'm working towards is not there. And if I was being, trying to just make it seem as if it was, that would be incredibly wrong of me to do. My dream is to have a tiny house or multiple tiny houses and have that freedom to be able to travel around the world. And that is not the case yet today but I'm still incredibly happy with the way my life is. Financially, I'm in some of the worst financial situations because it's expensive starting a business. It's nowhere near the scenario I was in when I was in my early 20s making over that 100 grand a year. Like That's not where I am today, and that's okay because I feel like for the, not the first time, but I feel like right now I am in charge with, I am more in charge of my life than I have ever been. I feel like I actually am going in the direction I desire. There is no confusion on where I'm headed. Do I have an exact timeline of when I'm going to get there? No. Do I have a desired timeline of when I'm going to get there? For sure. And I realize that things might happen that might slow me back. Like when I had those technical issues not too long ago, which I was talking about in one of my podcasts, you know, that set me back probably as much as 10 days. Think of what I could have gotten done in those 10 days if everything would have been going smoothly. But I realized that this is a temporary 
blip from what I'm ultimately trying to accomplish. But I'm still in control as much as possible. The moment you give away your control to someone else or to certain things in your life, that's when the happiness starts to go away with it. So if you're in a workplace and you're giving your boss all of your power and then you have no control over anything anymore, you're probably not going to enjoy that scenario. If you're in a relationship and you're giving all that power and control to your partner, eventually you're probably not going to be happy in that relationship if you're not already there. If in a friendship or you're with your family, you have no control over the things that happen there, you just give it all to the other person, you're probably not going to be happy. But when you have that feeling of being in control of your life, having a feeling like you're going in at least a direction you want to go, that life is not controlling you, that is when you're going to feel happy. So when I say happiness in regards to the Happy Millennial Club and the Happy Millennial Podcast and creating a life that will bring you both happiness and fulfillment, it's not about smiling constantly always being happy with every single thing that you do. And if that's the expectation that you have, you're going to be wildly disappointed. You are going to quickly end up in a form of depression, a deep state of sadness, because that is not life. Life has its ups and downs, and that's the beauty of it. But when you feel as if you at least have the control to get yourself back to that beautiful place you want to be, that's when you have a state of happiness. I know that in the future, things are going to go disarray at times, but I believe I have the control to always bring it back to the place I want it to be. Any curveball that's thrown my way, I can overcome it. Even days where I have, you know, moments of sadness where I might even feel a bit depressed. Because I think everybody does feel depressed at times. It is just a different emotional state that you're in at that very moment in time. But I know that I can overcome it. I know that that is not going to take control of my life. If I go through a time in the future where, say, somebody passes away, it's a dark time, but I know I'll rise above it, and maybe that'll make me a stronger person. If my current business, my coaching business, motivational speaking, this happy millennial club fails, well, I know I will overcome it and become a stronger and better person for it, and I'll probably help even more people in the future as a result. It's partially about that resiliency to know that there's always more out there that you can work towards. And when you believe that you're constantly in control of where you're going to go, no matter what the scenario might be, that is when you will find happiness. Or that's when you'll be in a state of happiness. Again, I do think there are key things that'll help bring more happiness to your life. And I talk about that in the webinar. But if you want to know what true happiness is, this is what I believe it is. It's just that feeling 
and being in charge as much as possible of your life. Don't give your control to other people. And don't let the other feelings override the rest of your life. Embrace the fact that you can be sad at times, that you can be angry at the world. Embrace those feelings because they're beautiful. They're incredibly powerful emotions that can actually set you in a much better direction than you could have ever imagined. So it all comes down to resiliency and knowing that you are in that driver's seat. Don't let the passenger take control of you because you are the one in actual control of everything that's going on. You have the keys to your life to start the ignition to set you in the direction you desire. And when this is the case, that's when you'll be happy with your current location. So, if you want to learn the three key, the three secrets to happiness, come to the webinar. But if you want to know what happiness truly is, it's that feeling of knowing you're in control or being in control as much as possible. So I hope this has hit you in a powerful way. Because if you just think that all I've been promoting is, you know, rainbows and butterflies, that is the furthest from the truth. I get sad. I cry. I get angry. I curse people for, you know, pissing me off. When I was driving out to the to Kelowna the other day, and that traffic took five and a half hours to travel what was supposed to be three and a half hours, you know, I wasn't loving life. But I realized that this temporary bout of anger or dissatisfaction, I have control to bring it back in, to realize that I have control over these emotions. I have control over my life and everything is going to be okay in the end. So be resilient and be in control. Those are what you're trying to accomplish. If you can do those, you're definitely in a state of happiness. Now, on to the random questions of the day to get to know the host. Again, if you would like to know things about me, if you would like to ask me some questions, no matter what they are, send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. I'd love to hear your questions, what you'd like to know about me or things that you'd just like me to answer. It doesn't have to necessarily be about me. It could be things that I think about certain situations or maybe just have a question about something that I do with the Happy Millennial Club and I'd be more than happy to answer those questions for you. But let's get started with the first random question of the day. Are you clean or messy? Hmm. Well, this is an interesting question because I would say I'm clean in certain situations and I'm messy in others. I would say hygiene-wise, definitely clean. Bedroom-wise, I'm usually quite messy. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I've lived in a bachelor for quite a few years now. And it's really hard to differentiate your bedroom from the rest of the apartment. 
So if you were to come into my apartment right now, minus the fact that I am moving, so it's even more messier than it would normally be, it's not the cleanest place in the world. Now, in the times where I've lived in an apartment where the bedroom is separate from the rest of the house, well, in those scenarios, the rest of the house actually stays quite clean. It's something like, the bedroom to me is like a closet, a very big closet. So it's generally not the cleanest place. But when there's separation, the rest of my apartment tends to be quite clean. Also, when I do work at a workstation of some sort, desk or, you know, table, I like it to be a very clean and neat and tidy area. Because a clean space is a cleaner mind, a better working space. If it's really grimy somewhere, I don't like being there. So I would say in general, I am a fairly clean person. I'd be like, I'm an 80% clean person. But my bedroom, it is the exception. So messy bedroom, but clean everything else. Question number two. What do you think your life will look like in 10 years? Well, I have definitely done game plans for exactly what my life would look like in 10 years. 10 years from now, My plan is that I will be mostly doing public speaking, that I will have employees doing the coaching and teaching courses aspect and part of my business. Anything like social media, any of the tasks that I don't enjoy doing, I will definitely find people who enjoy doing those things because I find when you have people who actually enjoy doing these certain things, taking care of certain tasks, that's when you get the best quality work done. So I don't want to hire people who just are doing it for the sake of a job. I want to hire people that actually want to do it because they enjoy doing those roles. But as far as career-wise, I imagine that I will be mostly on stages giving presentations. This podcast, I could actually see potentially still being here 10 years from now. I think it could be a huge portion of my future. So podcast and public speaking. That's where I'm going to say I would like or I think my life will be in about 10 years from now. Now, as far as personally goes, the game plan is to have my first tiny house by 35. So in just a couple of years, I'd like my first tiny house. So in 10 years, maybe a couple, because the goal is four tiny houses, probably two in Canada, one in Europe, and one in the Oceania area. That's what I would like. Whether that's in 10 years or not, I don't know. And... Ultimately, I just want to have the freedom that I can travel when I want to travel. So in 10 years, and ideally this is well before 10 years, probably in the next year or two, I just want to have the complete freedom that if I want to be international, I can be international. If I want to be in Canada, I can be in Canada, that I can just freely travel through the world and do my work from anywhere. Again, if I'm speaking on stages and I'm doing a podcast, I can really do that from anywhere and just fly to the gigs wherever they are. So where I see myself in 10 years is a global citizen with a couple tiny houses where I public speak and do a podcast, have some employees who help me with the coaching and running the daily bits of the business. And that's where I see myself in 10 years. Seems like a glorious place to be and I can't wait for it. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy the journey there. And last question is, what is your favorite home-cooked dish. My favorite home-cooked dish, probably nachos. Nachos are pretty good. 
have nachos or some sort of Mexican usually once a week, but nachos are really simple because you just get your nacho chips and then you just load that up with all that grated cheese. You put some ground beef or ground chicken or ground something on it. All those cut veggies. Mmm. Some sour cream and salsa. If you got some avocado, you got some olives, some tomatoes, some peppers. Mmm. Can you taste that delicious nacho right now just couple layers thick so much that you can't even get through it in a single seated that's actually not the goal the goal is that you get through it because it's never good when you have the uh leftover nachos they get pretty soggy but that is a good meal simple but delicious i love mexican food so if it's not nachos it's probably tacos tacos are pretty great too but yeah those are the three random questions of the day so you got to know me a little bit better today as you always do, you got to learn how to define what happiness truly is, which is simply having that feeling or being in charge of your life as much as possible. That's what you're ultimately trying to have. And if you're in that state, the odds are you are quite happy. Again, there are things, some things that are going to enhance your overall quality of life, which you can learn in the three key Three Secrets to Happiness. If you've not checked out that free webinar yet, starting next month, it's on Tuesdays. So check it out at secret.happymillennialclub.com. That's secret.happymillennialclub.com. If you want to be on this podcast as a free, for a free coaching session, you want to be one of my clients for a day, you want to get yourself closer to where you think you're going, or maybe you just want to find that clarity in your life because having that clarity and feeling like you're going to be in control bring you some happiness quite quickly. So if right now you feel lost and out of control, a coaching session might be the very thing you're looking for. So if you want a free coaching session with myself live on this podcast, send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com and we might have you on the show quite quickly. As well, check back next week because this coming Thursday, episode 20, is where I picture us having the very first live coaching session here on the podcast. And I think it'll be a great opportunity for us all to learn how to add a little bit of happiness to our lives. In the meantime, have yourselves an incredible weekend. I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be busy moving some boxes, moving some stuff. I weirdly actually don't have much stuff to move because I am quite minimal and I've been living in a fully furnished, but it still will take some work. I'll be back on Monday with a new podcast, new episode, episode 19. So have yourself an incredibly amazing start to September. I think it's a long weekend for all of us here in Canada. Maybe it's a long weekend somewhere else. So depending on where you're listening from, enjoy your long weekend. And I look forward to talking with you all again this coming Monday. Have yourself a happy day. 